authorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. And welcome back to Delta Green SCP Files. I'm your host, Aaron. And joining me is the cast. Ariel? Um, Ariel, I play the scientist Eleanor Maldonado. Um, Daniel, I play Bill Alvarez, the former MIT graduate, now SCP scientist. My name is Mark. I'll be playing Arlo Crow, the U.S. Marshal. So joining us, we have a very special guest today, our head guest coordinator and assistant merch designer and head sponsorship coordinator, Wolfslore. Well, hello. I'm going to be playing uh, Thomas Dupont, a serial killer who uh, is now a D-class personnel. It also needs to be noted that Wolf is one of our super fans. <laughs> yeah, I get to shoot somebody this episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're D-class personnel, huh? Correct. I was going to oh. say, I may have been uh, caught, and it was either uh, this or jail. <laughs> Would you mind sharing for those of us at home what your offense is? He said uh, serial killer. I, I, yes, I was a serial killer. I have, But what kind of serial killer? Like, the kind that kills, probably. Oh God. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 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 He's a serial killer. There's just kind of. Are you more Jeffrey Dahmer? Or are you Ed Gein? I'm a, I'm like Ted Bundy. Ah, uh, okay. Just okay. killing the co-eds. All right. Gotcha. Got it. So, with all that being said, let's dive into our recap. So, last episode, uh, quite a bit went down. You managed to kill, as you call him, one of the Hills Have Eyes people. Throw him in the back of your SUV. You drove back to the hotel. Motel, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, while there, you found out your brake lines were cut and you all had no signal. So you devised a plan to get to the nearest cell phone tower and try to connect, boost a signal, and get help. And that is where we are at. Oh, I made a couple Mavatovs too. You made a couple of wall tops too, yeah. Yeah. So as we dive back in, we have our wonderful crow coming back with some Maltovs and the two of you next to the truck. All right. What's the uh, plan from here, folks? I think we need to find anywhere where we can get a cell phone signal. I'm looking at Bill. So the nearest tower is a couple miles back well let's get to hoofing it I guess <clears throat> so as you three are talking you start to hear thumping from the trunk of the vehicle three cars down I'm gonna go check it out walk over with my gun drawn okay and I'm gonna wave Eleanor over <laughs> I'm gonna Get in the front and look for a trunk release button. Okay. As you try to open the car door, it is locked. I'm going to... Is there a rock? You got your key. You got your key. No, they took my key. They gave it back. I'm going to check my pockets. Key's in there. 
It is? It is. Ah, sweet. Okay. So I'm going to go to the back and unlock it. Okay. Well, this is an old car. And in fact, it does have a lock mechanism on the trunk. So as you hear the key click and the lock, there's not even time for anyone to react. You see this orange blur just burst out of the trunk and roll onto the ground. And we enter our wonderful D-Class personnel. So what you guys see on the ground now is this tall, uh, lift um, gentleman. He has short black hair, really clean shaven, just green eyes, just looking wildly up at you guys. Well, hello there. What can I, what can I be doing for you fine uh, folk? What uh, you can start by answering what you's doing in the trunk. Well, ain't that ain't ain't that a story and a half? And you see? what's with the orange jumpsuit there? Uh, uh, yeah. Everyone, go ahead and roll me an awareness or an alertness, rather. Alertness. Yeah, alertness. That's what I meant. That's thirty-two under eighty-one. Well, I am too busy trying to get the key out of the lock because <laughs> that's a 94. Yeah, no. Cool. I'm more confused by a guy just popped out of a trunk because I got a 90 out of 21. Yeah. So, yeah, you're the only one who noticed he does have an SCP logo on the orange jumpsuit. Uh, awesome. You got a lot of explaining to do there, kid. Well, well, um, you see, you see. There were uh, things happening. Uh, there were. Do, do they have um, affiliation logos on them anywhere? No. Okay. Well, you see, I was at uh, my place of work. Things went a little crazy, and the trunk happened to be the safest place I could hide in that moment. Where were you working? Well, well, I would love to tell you that and all, but I, I hate to tell you, it's absolutely classified. Listen, I, listen, I know you're a class D. <clears throat> well, you see, funny story about that. You must be one of them uh, fine agent folks by the look of you. And you see, uh, many things broke personnel, and there was the running and the dying. And I won't gonna be part of that, let me tell you. You know, it's kind of your job to be there when that shit happens. Well, I think it's a little too late for that, don't you? Yeah. Either way, where were you coming from? Let's start there. Don't I don't remember. Uh, I crawled into the trunk while things were going. The only things I remember were uh, flashing lights and body parts everywhere. And it wasn't even me. How, I mean, how terrible, how, how awful. Just a travesty. <clears throat> so do you remember where it was exactly? Like, could you take us back? Ooh, probably not. I mean, I can walk. It was a forested area. If there's one of them nearby, we can wander over there. Well, luckily that's not, important at the moment. What is important is that we've got something else to take care of. So, you are going to lead the way whilst we are heading towards an antenna tower. A cell phone tower. Uh, Arlo. 
What? Do you really trust this guy? That's why he's going first, and I'm going to be... He could have booby-trapped the woods. Yeah, and he'll step on the fucking booby traps along the way. Or set it off behind him. Yeah. To be to be to be fair, let me play devil's advocate here. If I had set booby traps, why would I willingly step on them? No, Wouldn't what I know I'm, how to step over what them? I'm saying is you pull like the rope as soon as you pass something and it falls on us behind you. Well, I doubt he can run faster than my bullets, so that's one thing he's got to remember. As a bear trap hurts pretty good, but <clears throat> I'm a pretty good shot myself, so. All I gotta do is pull the trigger, and uh, your fun and games will be over. So, you're gonna lead the way um, in the direction that Bill is going to tell you. Also, is that bear trap still in Crow's SUV? Yes. Mm-hmm. I what? I'm going to acquire that bear trap. <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to do with this thing, but okay, you've got a bear trap. Along with probably a briefcase of equipment that I may need for... Your briefcase of equipment? Yep. For said tower hookup. <clears throat> so, as you're messing around in the van, and these three are talking amongst each other, or I guess the SUV in this case, you hear a gun click and you feel metal against the back of your head. Well, this is nice. I'm going to say it really loud. I'm looking over. So the gentleman in which you saw earlier on the side of the road is standing there with a gun. And we'll say it's a rather large gun. Can't really determine what it is, but it's a big gun right to the back of his head. Are you really that upset that we didn't pick you up? Who the hell are you talking? I'm not looking. I'm, I'm keeping eyes on the dude in orange in front of me. Didn't pick me up. Is it the guy on the side of the road that... Yep. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Listen, he called you a freaking tow truck. Do you not know who the hell I am? Dude on the side of the road. Don't shoot Bill. At that point, I need everyone in the party to roll an intelligence... Roll. That's 13 <laughs> under 85. I made it on the nose. 60 of 60. <laughs> Even our D-class personnel needs to make a roll. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. So both of you made it. And I got 30 under 70. Okay. So everybody but D-class. <laughs> nice. You don't have a name. You're just D-class. <clears throat> so as you're standing there and you're seeing his face and when he says... You don't know who the hell I am. A memory comes flooding back to each of you. And you remember each of you, you kind of hold your head because it hurts. And you each remember the swirling vortex and that same voice screaming, get away over and over. And you feel this pull against your body. And as you look, you see his face and it just swirls as soon as you catch a glimpse of his face it just swirls and you have this overbearing sense of dread and fear 
and then you all snap too, and your head is just throbbing. And he still got his gun pointed against your head, but now it's not so terrifying. You're not as on edge. You're not as uneased as you were before. What did you do to us? Oh, okay. All right. So he kind of lowers the gun and holsters it. And you see he's got no bullet holes in him. He's got nothing going on with him. Well, if he's got a face, then I know I I'm, didn't <laughs> shoot him. Yeah, he's got everything. He's fine. Face. No holes, no blood. He's clean. He kind of goes, all right. Hold on. Before we start anything, you, Mr. Jumpsuit, um, I need you to get over there with them so I can see everybody all at once. I'm getting a little uncomfortable having to look back and forth all the time. When I get uncomfortable, bullets start coming out of the end of this gun, and I usually start with <clears throat> with the newest member of the party. Well, first, let me tell you, I mean, we've looked at each other quite a bit now. You have lovely eyes. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> He's going to slowly, like, cross over to the other, like, side with the group. There you go. Anyway, now that I'm looking at everybody all at once and I'm more comfortable, you, new guy. Um, new guy? Geez. Yeah. Crow, we've worked millions of cases together. Uh, one, I don't know who you are. Two, I shot you not but like a couple hours ago in the face in that room. I can't explain that. You did not shoot me. You said, you said, sorry, Crow, like you didn't want to do it before swinging a chair at my teeth. Okay, that wasn't me. It was me, but it wasn't. Do you guys really not remember anything? And he kind of looks over to the D-class. He goes, even you? I I don't remember much. Let me tell you, Mama Mama always said I wasn't the uh, sharpest box of crayons in the shed. Jesus, this fuck guy, he didn't change from the fucking cell <laughs> to the fucking... He never changed. Mm. I'm going to feel sorry if I have to shoot this guy. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to like him. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. I'm going to put this as simply as I can because I feel like you've all been affected by amnestics. Most likely. Okay. I'm going to... Be as broad as I can, but being precise at the same time. Okay, Doc. Yes? Do you remember anything, and I mean anything, because you're the smartest out of the bunch, about what happened before you got here? Like this spot right here. I mean... Before you got, do you remember anything at all before the things that happened? I guess it would be if it follows the same properties last week. Do you have any idea what happened before last week? Do you have any memory before last week? Um, hmm. Wow, that's strange. He's right. I think we were under amnestics. I don't follow that shit no more. All I, well, the only thing I remember is for the past two months hating the sheriff that I didn't get to kill. All right. 
Okay, but the thing is, is it hasn't been two months. <laughs> so I can't say much more than that. You're just going to have to trust me. I am the real me. Okay. There are multiple me's. How many multiples are we talking? An undeterminable amount. I had to do a lot of work to get back here. All right. There are some me's that are worse than other me's, but most of the me's like you guys. Okay? Except the one that tried bashing my head in? Yes. That one is probably one of the me's that didn't quite like you much, but respected you. See, the, the, the thing is that I really wish you all had your memories. Even, okay, D-Class. I know I know you guys keep calling me that, but I have a name. I am Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thank Thomas. You. All right. Thank so I'm terrible with names. By oh, the way, hold on. So. Hold on. We're really going to respect the D-Class? He's, he's a, a D-Class. He's a human being. I mean, he's got a point. Uh, oh, okay. Do you remember the experiment we set you up for? I cannot say I do. He doesn't remember much of anything. Okay. What were you doing before you were put in that trunk? Do you remember? I was... I was fleeing from most of the death. Got to kill it. I I was just fleeing. So we have a potential case of inserted memories as well. So amnestics and potentially inserted memories. So you're saying that he wasn't running from anything? I'm saying that if the time frame matches up, no. He's only been here for, and he kind of rolls his sleeve up, uh, 16 hours. Damn. And you've been here for approximately a week. No, that's impossible. We just got here this afternoon. Mm, After I took... I can't say anymore for fear of potentially causing a psychotic break. So then why the hell is my chest still hurt like I got shot with a shotgun not but a day ago? So I need all of you to go ahead and roll me sanity rolls to include Mr. Thomas. Made it. Nice. You'll only lose one point. 71 of 74. Oh, I lost one the point. sanity. Oh. Did you make it as well? No, I didn't make it. Okay, so you're going to need to roll 1d6 of sanity Jesus. loss. Four. 72 out of 65. I missed. Oh, d6. Whoa. D6 sanity for you as well. As this gentleman is explaining everything. Everyone starts to feel out of place here. You start to feel uneasy. Like you don't belong. Some of you feel a little bit more out of place than others. You start to feel itchy. You feel irritated and completely displaced. While as the other two of you are just uncomfortable in this situation. So I can't I cannot give you any more for fear of breaking your mental states. So then why going the, to have to then remember why the hell did the other two of you tried to get in tried to get themselves involved? I cannot say any more for bra- fear of breaking your mental state. Then why I, I, did you come here? Because I need <laughs> I need you to remember. Where are we? 
I need you to remember, I cannot tell you any more than this. If I do, there is a huge risk of breaking your mental states. Okay, so uh, point us in the general direction of where we can get started on that. The first thing we need to do is get access to a radio tower. And not just any radio tower. We need a radio tower that is connected to AM, FM radio. So just just a broadcasting tower. A broadcasting tower. Okay. But it needs to be able to broadcast from, I don't know, here to England. That's impossible. I'm, I don't even know much, but I know that yes. there's no tower strong enough to do that. There is one at the site that's near here. Well. It's experimental, and we will have to be careful. Okay. Um, but it is near here. It's only, uh, I'd say, probably about 20 miles, 30 miles up the road. Do we have any cash points anywhere I can stock up? I need armor. I don't Uh, think you're going to want to here. See, we're not in, shall we say, friendly territory. No shit. They're... The SCP's a little different than you're used to. I'm not used to them because all of them are drastically different. Last week, I swear I saw a mannequin snap a bunch of people's fucking necks. Or Clayman, whatever his name was. <clears throat> I can't remember that fucker's name. That and I seen a play a theater mask devour a whole town in five minutes. So. Yes, but didn't it strike you as odd that these SCPs were out to begin with? Yeah, that's why I'm going to shoot the person that's responsible for it. The people responsible for it. Listen, as we go, I'm sure you'll recover your memories. Let's just continue to press forward. Do you have a vehicle? I do. Um, Where's it at? Problem is it's stolen from said SCP. Fuck. So we're going to need to find another one. We could use the hoopty that uh, Thomas. Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas. D-class. Came in. We could use that. As long as I ain't riding in the trunk again, I'm all down. Well, sorry about you, but that's the only place I feel safe putting you. It's nothing against you. It's just most UD class personnel tend to be a little on the untrustworthy side. So uh, I'm going to like pull handcuffs out of my back belt. And be like, so it's either handcuffs behind your back in the back seat or trunk. Well, you know what? I'd rather get in the trunk. Oh, hold on. Hold on. For the sake of situation, I think it'd be best that he rides up front with us. Why? Because I don't quite know how this is going to work. I don't know if I need all of us, or if I just need some of us. Yeah, when or... we get to where we're going, we're going to let him out. No, 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 no. You, you don't understand. <clears throat> I don't know how this is going to work. So if he somehow dies between now and then, and I mean, we do have some very peculiar people after us, there's a chance that none of us can go to our final destination. 
I've seen like that log movie. truck thing. Yeah, it's a creepy movie. Log truck and everything. So I propose we place him in the handcuffs. We put him up front with us. And we drive close to the destination. But do not. We will not approach in the vehicle. All right. Also, uh, I think it's best that you give the doctor a better gun. Um, you are aware I'm not very good with firearms, right? Okay, so she's not good with them right now. Okay. Yeah. So that noted. Why I was hesitant to give them firearms because I didn't want to get shot. Noted. So let's go ahead and get in the car and carry forward then. Uh, also, you're going to need this. And he hands you this green vial. What do I do with this? You should already know. You don't remember that either. Apply it to the wound. All right. So I'm going to immediately open it and start like applying it to my wound. You will heal back half of your hit points that you will have lost. Cool. So he hands you a map. It has an area highlighted out. He says, when you get to this destination, get out of the vehicle. When you get to this perimeter, I should say, get out of the vehicle and approach only on foot. All right. Uh, I cannot go with you. I am obviously hunted for obvious reasons, but I will meet you at some point later. You need to get to the tower and broadcast this signal. And he hands you Morse code. Gotcha. Broadcast that and leave immediately. Nothing further. All right. Take nothing with you. Take nothing. Take absolutely nothing. No arms, no ammunition, no equipment, no research. And he looks right at the doctor. And no tech. Wait, like, we go in, I have to leave my guns behind? No. Take what you have, send the signal, leave. But nothing else. Take nothing with you. Gotcha. And he just kind of starts to walk away. What did you mean my research? <clears throat> I think uh, at the tower, no researching. We go in the tower, blinders on, out of the tower. Nothing in or out but us and what we have on us. Where's the fun in that? Yeah. But I'm going to walk to the back of my SUV and open the hatch and see if I still have my shotgun. It is gone. Damn it. <clears throat> right. Well, I'm going to open up the spare trunk or the spare tire well and grab a couple flares out of there. Uh, and go to the hoopty. All right. So is everyone heading to the car? <clears throat> oh, by the way, Mr. Thomas, uh, hands behind your back, please. Oh, I was hoping you forgot about that. <sighs> Not a chance, guy. Sorry. All right. All right. I resign. And with that, he's just going to put his our hands behind his back. He's going to comply. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to put the handcuffs on him, make sure they're nice and snug. <clears throat> and I'm going to help him into the car. All right. So everyone's getting into the car. Mm-hmm. Are you in the back or front? Oh, I'm going to need that key. Yeah, I was going to hand it to you anyways. All right. Uh, probably in the back. All righty. I'm going to put the key in the ignition and try starting it. Starts right up like a dream. Oh, right on. So, what Mr. It- Thomas, 
as we're riding around. Why, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Did you kill men or women or both? Well, I did not discriminate. It was whoever whoever was available. A lot of the times I got during Mardi Gras and they never found any bodies down in the swamp, you know? Oh, that's interesting. That's a very good place. Now, did you harm children? Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say there are some things. I, I may be a killer, but I am not a monster. Good. You have morals. <laughs> so what was your method of killing oh we're getting real personal now i was gonna (laughs) say (laughs) i just met you guys i'm not and inquiring minds want to know or mind i mean i guess it would be a good thing to look out for you know the signs of what you're trying to do to be fair, I was going to say, just, I prefer knife work. No knives. Got you. That, that hurts my feelings. I'm pretty good with one. It could come in handy. I'm sure it could, but uh, um, something about you saying serial killers and swamps um, kind of puts you to the back of the list of getting a knife, for me at least. Oh, I was, uh, I'm, I'm docile now. Haven't, haven't harmed a fly in a while. That's because you've been locked up in prison. And in a trunk. That too. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you could, you know, at least forgive us for not trusting somebody who's admitted to killing how many people? Well, I, I never gave you a number. And most people, they try not to reveal their numbers. Um, Are you kidding me? I mean, Gacy and the rest of them were just so happy to give those numbers out. Do you have a calling card? And to be fair, and to be fair, at least I'm honest with you. I could have hit it. True. But you you still haven't really disclosed a lot of information. No. No, I haven't. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was going... Maybe one day I, f- I fancy seeing myself free. If people all know what to look for, that kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> I'm just extremely interested in the minds of serial killers. Clearly. I want to know how they tick, why they tick, why they do what they do. To be fair, I don't tick. Mama used to say my head rattled around and it was a bag of rocks inside. <laughs> Sounds like your typical uh, Ed Gein type. Not very bright. Is this why you got caught? How did you get caught? Well, to be fair, I didn't check the attic and I didn't realize I had relatives staying over when I broke into the house. Nice. Real <laughs> nice. I... I I got a little, I got a little carried away, a little too excited, just right in there. <laughs> and I was gonna say it's something else when people come down them stairs while you're making art. Making oh. art, man, he really is like an Ed Gein. Were you like making like plates out of them or? Oh no, I'm 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 not twisted. I just 
I like I like watching that fire die. Not twisted at all, I'm sure. There's something <clears throat> poetic about it. Oh, it sounds very poetic, I'm sure. Did you have a rough childhood? Were you abused? Are you suffering from PTSD? Is this why you like to watch the light leave their eyes? That's all for now. <laughs> just gonna face forward. <laughs> like a damn TV interview. That's all for now. <laughs> I'm finished. <clears throat> Y'all had your questions. I'm done. Right. right. So you're driving down the road. Are you driving at rapid speeds, normal speed? Normal speed. Okay. Bl- trying to blend in as much as possible. Keep an eye out for anything suspicious. Okay. Well, in that case, I need everyone to roll me an alertness. So everybody has a minus 40 disadvantage. Nope. Nope. 33 of 41. So you barely made it. So as you're driving down the road, you catch this shimmer out of the corner of your eye. And as you turn to look, you see these bright yellow eyes hit you. And the car immediately just... Right against the car, and the car swerves off the road and slams directly into a tree. You can't take any driving action to avoid it? Uh, No. No, you're unable to take any driving action because the minute this thing hits you, it's like you swerve, you begin to take action, and boom, tree. Like, it it knew. It was like a tactical assault on you. Hmm. And as you all... No one's injured. It's a tactical Bigfoot. It's a tactical Bigfoot. No one is injured, and as you all shake your heads and come to, this thing is ripping your door off. I'm going to head and give you one free action here. Uh, draw a pistol, shoot. Okay. So go ahead and take a shot. Since you're such close range, I will give you a plus 20. Alrighty. That is 66 of 80. 66 of 80. Okay. So you hit it. Crit. You, uh, oh yeah, it is, isn't it? It 66. So go ahead and roll me some crit damage. Ooh, it's 15. So you shoot him right in the chest and this thing just takes it and falls back, giving you all time to react. Not, you can escape from this trapped car, but you cannot react with firearms. Uh, I'm going to... Take the key out of the ignition. Okay. And would somebody like to open my door for me? My hands are kind of, and he's gonna clink the hand behind <laughs> his back. Um. Yeah, I'm going to get out of my door that's been ripped off and open his door. Okay, and that will be your actions. Yeah, I kind of figured. What do you got, Ariel? I mean, this thing's—it's not—it's fallen back, but it's not down. It's clearly yeah. moving. It's just got to pretty good hit on it. Am I able Am I able to get out of the car? You are. Your door is not jammed. Okay, so I'm going to get out of okay. my side. So my question is, uh, what do I see? You have a tree. No, no, no. I mean, the thing that he shot, I figured I would see something that attacked him. So you see this black furry creature. It's hard to make out because headlight on that side is busted out. So the dude was right. That's all Bill's thinking about. 
Man, angry Bigfoot right now. <laughs> the dude at the gas station was correct. <laughs> so that's all you're going to do no, is sit no, there no. and I'm think? Gonna, I'm going to try and get out of the car on my side. Okay. So your side is a bit tough, but you do manage to push it open. You can hear the metal scraping, and you manage to push it open and fall out. All right. And what would Mr. Thomas like to do? Uh, when the door opens, uh, he's going to throw himself out, just like let his body hit the ground, and he is going uh, to roll underneath the car. This is your problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, this thing gets up and it looks pissed, and it stands about eight and a half foot tall. It is gorilla-like, yet has human-like features. It is big black fur, and it is pissed. You can see it just... And its eyes are just this furious yellow. And standing before you is a Bigfoot. Talking's a free action, right? Talking is always a free action. You can't get pissed at us when you wrecked our car. Shame on you. Are you really just underneath the car? I mommed the Bigfoot. Out from underneath the car, are you going to hear his uh, Bigfoot? He should be called Big Feet because them, oh, oh, them are big old honkers. If you don't get out of get up from underneath that thing right now, I'm going to start putting bullets through you. <laughs> and with that, this thing comes in for a swing at the closest person, which in fact is Crow. So he's going to come in for a swing. Nothing. He didn't like the mom vibe. He's pissed. He does not give a shit. (laughs) I don't think it speaks English. Uh, So it swings and it. What'd you get? Did you get a dodge? So it swings and it just. 96. Boom, right into your gut and smacks you into the car. You're going to take four points of damage as this thing just smacks the shit out of you into the car. I'm ready. And it's going to start stomping on the ground and just screaming into the air. And now I need everyone to go ahead and take your turns. I'm going to shoot Bigfoot. All right, go ahead and roll to attack. You're going to get a minus. It's the very bottom of the first column. You're going to get a minus 20. Yeah, she's not going to be able to get it. No, it's dark. That's why. I shot the air. So you go to take a shot and you just and you don't know if it hit or not. You shot in the general direction of Bigfoot. You see the glowing yellow eyes. But you don't know if it hit. Uh, so I devised a plan in my head. Oh, okay. So uh, remember how we had the anesthetics? Mm-hmm. So I am going to attempt to flash Bigfoot. So you're going to hit him with an amnestic. Amnestic, yeah, that thing. Okay. I'm going to try. So these amnestics are not MIB sticks. They're needles. No, well, no. Remember you said my electronic. electronic one. Oh, he has the electronic one. That's right. I was like, no, these are these are needles. No, she has needles. Yeah, that's right. You only get a certain amount of uses with it. That's right. So you're going to try to flash him with it? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and... Because uh, I'll be like, hey, <sighs> guy, or something, you know? Hey, big guy. So go ahead and use me. Roll me a computer science to see if you make sure you don't flash yourselves in the process. That'd be great. 30 out of 82. Okay, so you flash this thing, 
and he looks to you. You're like, hey, ugly. And he just, you just flash it and he just slash. So he does get flashed by it. So you do have advantage on your next attacks. Uh, And as well as him having disadvantage, but it did not cause an amnestic effect. I don't know that. So, Mr. Thomas, what would you like to do? Well, so he's going to roll out from underneath the car on the opposite side of everybody. And he's going to pop his head up and he's going to start searching through the front of the car for uh, maybe perhaps keys that were dropped in the shuffle. Okay, go ahead and roll me a uh, alertness. Because he needs or to actually, you know what? Go ahead and roll me a search. Roll me a search. Oh, that's an 18 out of 20. Okay, so you do happen to find a looks like a set of keys on the ground of the floorboard. Okay, he's going to throw himself backwards onto them and see if he can fumble them into uh, the lock. <laughs> so you were just looking for a set of keys, right? <laughs> It, he doesn't know which keys are to the handcuffs. He figured <laughs> so he's got a ring of just keys. And he's just trying them all. Well, there's yeah. a sedan key and there's a house key. and So you're just trying to... Okay, so you're just going to sit there and fumble with the lock. Oh, yeah. He's um, going to try to get out of these handcuffs in, amid all the chaos. So next to you, you see him rolling around on the ground, just kind of like you see these keys jingling. And he's trying to... He's using like house keys and like a car key and just there's this big ring of keys. He just keeps trying to unhandcuff himself with. I don't think those are the keys you're (laughs) looking for. Well, you don't know that. I have plenty to get through. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's honest. (laughs) He's not like. I'm not trying to escape. <laughs> it's just like, you don't know. I haven't searched them all yet. Give me a minute. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Crow, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to take another shot at this big thing. Okay. You do get uh, plus 20. Alrighty. It is, it is staggered. 32 of 80. Okay. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Max 12. Ooh, yeah. You shoot him. And the other side of the chest, and he stumbles back again. This time he does not fall, but he does stumble back, and you can see he's he's looking pretty rough for wear. So we're gonna go ahead and skip his turn because he got a nice little flashbang basically in the face. So we're gonna rotate back around to our doc. Okay, I'll try to pop a shot off. Okay. <laughs> What so it'll be a plus of? twenty. So okay. you're looking for forty, basically. If you don't have any ranks in it, it's I have um twenty one so ranks in it. So. Nope. <laughs> so you shoot in the general direction, you hope you hit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Crow's like, God, what are you shooting? I suck at shooting. Oh goodness. Alright. I guess I'll try and shoot him. Alright, go ahead. Nope, that's 96 out of 41. So again, a shot from the other side of the car and nothing. You guys are so close. 
It's a failing. So, D-Class, Mr. Thomas, what do you want to do? I'm guessing none of these keys have been fruitful. Yeah, you've gone through half the ring of keys and nothing's worked. There was one of them that went into the lock and you were like, oh, oh, and then when you went to twist it, it popped back out of the lock. So, going with how bright my character is, um, so the one key that um, slipped in and then when he tried to turn it, fell out, he's going to hold on to that key and like back up towards... Um, Who's the closest person to him? It'd be the doctor. The doc. She's okay, the right doctor. beside you. Hey, hey, can you try this? Can, can, I think I almost got it. <laughs> so he's walking up to you with the keys, jingling them at you, asking if you can try the lock for him. I promise you, Mr. Thomas, these keys aren't for your handcuffs. You Are you going to try the lock? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Handcuff falls off. <laughs> the key the goes right in and the handcuff falls off. <laughs> ah, he rubs his wrists. Ah, thank God. Now to deal... Oh, you know what? I suddenly wish I wasn't dealing with that. And he's going to get low again. <laughs> so please remember that, Mr. Thomas, when you feel like cutting somebody that it's not me because I helped you. I will duly noted. So as you pull the key out, as you pull the key out, it shifts from a handcuff key back to a normal house key. That's going back in my pocket. So anyway, sorry, Wolf, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, he's going to... uh, fumble through the car one more time is there a um like a notepad and pen um go ahead and roll me a search it works so well the first time <laughs> 97 <laughs> nope damn it you don't find a damn thing the dome lights off you can't see anything oh that's not good and with that we're going to end your turn and move on to Crow. This thing is pissed and it's starting to shake off that stun. Um, uh, I'm going to take my injured ass around to the um, passenger door mm-hmm. where she's standing and I'm going to pull a flare, the one of the flares out of my belt. I'm going to hold it inside the car and say, get your ass out here and light this fucking flare or else I'm going to put a bullet through you. To D-class. Or D-class personnel. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that option very much, but I mean, if it keeps a bullet from going through me, I guess I will. Thank you. All you got to do is hold it up nice and high so we can see. Okay, so this thing shakes it off and it... <laughs> And it charges at the car and it busts into it, shoving it a little bit further to you guys. It jumps on to the car and starts to jump up and down, trying to shake it. So the way he is right now is he's standing. You can see him over the car right now and he's standing. He's got his foot in the driver door and he's got his other foot on the passenger window and he's just jumping up and down, shaking the car. And that's going to end his turn. Um, <clears throat> so he's 
right there, correct? Oh yeah. So you can I'm see him just fine now. Gonna attempt to, for once, actually shoot him. Okay. Back up, back up ten feet. Backing up ten feet. Okay. All right, I'm gonna shoot. Do I have a advantage or anything? Nope. <clears throat> well, I guess you're pretty close range, so I can give you a twenty. Even with the twenty advantage. You act like I have anything in this. If you give me like... So, pew, right past his head again. All right. So I'm going to point towards... We're like in the wooded area, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of point towards the woods. Go! Get out of here! I'm like... Just going to yell at Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. to go get out of hey, here? Hey, I yelled at Bigfoot yeah. too. All right. Rolling a... I don't know. Um, roll human, a charisma. Human int? No, roll a charisma. Come on, Bigfoot. 24 out of 50. So this thing kind of... Kind of you see it calm down? I'm like going to do the, the point <laughs> motion where like you, you move your hand. Like. So it kind of calms down and steps off the car for a minute and you see the car like raise up a little bit and shake. And then it starts to walk and it goes... And then just runs back at the car. That's what I thought. I almost had it. <laughs> All right, D-Class. What do you got? So as he moves over to uh, Crow, who's now threatening him again, uh, he's going to take a long way around to grab the flare. Uh, with the thing jumping on it, did it bust any of the windows? Uh, it did. All the windows except for the front are now busted. Okay, so as he passes by one of the back, he's going to uh, kind of like do a quick scoop down and grab a jagged piece of glass and slip it into his pocket. Okay. <clears throat> and then he, he's going to approach <sighs> the flyer. Um, It's still in my hand, like outstretched. Oh, then I'm, I'm going to take it and hold it up and kind of start backing away from the car. Okay. Okay. Are you going to light it? Oh, yeah. The, the, he, the flare gonna, needs lit. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna to light it. He's going to... Okay, so you light it. And it hey. immediately grabs this thing's attention. Yeah. Hey, you ugly bitch! Get off that car. I mean, at this, car, at this point, the car's toast. Well, I mean, he's still on top of it. That ain't any proper etiquette. Mama would beat me. <laughs> So that being said, you're sitting here waving and yeah. insulting the Bigfoot. Uh, are you going to do anything else? Not yet. Okay. So, Mark, uh, Mr. Crow. Yeah. So I'm just going to back up and have my gun pointed at Bigfoot. Okay. But not shooting. All right. Well, that brings us to Bigfoot's turn, and he is going to immediately charge Mr. Thomas. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> and he is going to roll an attack. 44. That's a crit. That's a crit. That is 16 points of melee damage. And I am still alive, actually. What? Holy shit. <laughs> Mr. Thomas is a beefy boy. Left? Uh, not much left, but uh, I have five left. Oh, so he just charges and just shoulder checks the shit out of you, knocks you back and knocks the wind out of you. Now, since you've taken more than half your hit points, 
you are critically injured. So you can feel your ribs as soon as it makes impact with you, you can feel your ribs just break. So you are gasping for air on the ground right now. Okay. I'm going to run up on Bigfoot while I'm prepping a syringe. And I'm sticking him. Okay. Right in the back. What's in the syringe? Do you have the amnestics? Yeah. Oh, boy. These are harder to resist. So you're sticking him right in the back? Yep, I'm going and going right behind him and... Okay. You could go ahead and fumble for me. That would be great. Well, I have to get something and yeah, no, 83. So you stick him and he goes he gets woozy and he begins to fall forward. So Bigfoot begins to swirl and just kind of and just falls forward with a big thud. I'm gonna go check on Mr. Thomas. Yep. Because right now it's not really combat so we can just do whatever. How you doing, Mister Thomas? There are plenty of stars in that night sky. Let me tell you, if it weren't if it weren't for a giant fucking Bigfoot monster, <laughs> this this would remind me of them nights camping. Yeah, he hurts pretty good, doesn't he? <laughs> he sounds normal to me. <clears throat> I'm going Don't. to approach him and okay. uh, roll him over on his stomach and latch the free handcuff over again. Well, while he's doing that, I'm You're applying first me. aid and I got 28 out of 30. You're so. missing first aid is what you said? Yeah. Okay. Try to. I don't know what. Maybe brace well, broken ribs or something. While you're administering first aid. And he rolls him over to put handcuffs on him. I need you to take an additional three points of damage as your lung is now pierced with bone. And he begins to cough up blood. As you clasp the handcuff and you're administering first aid and you're trying to bandage, you're trying your best to bandage while he's trying to handcuff. And he just starts coughing up blood. Oh God, you pierced his lung. Don't worry, he's got two hit points. He'll survive. <laughs> this, this isn't D&D. I'm checking on Bigfoot. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what are you guys going to do? He's coughing up a lot of blood right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm too weak to pull anything. Can you keep them handcuffs on me? I, I don't want to go out if I'm going out like that. Sorry. So, you're going to roll him over. I need you to roll me another medical. And I need you to tell me what tool you're going to use. We're going by movie logic here. I've seen this on a TV (laughs) show. If you take the plunger out of a syringe and use that, I think that might work. I'm going to get the one out of my lab coat. Empty it. And go right in his lung. Okay, roll me a medical. Also, mark down two amnestics from your inventory. Yeah. Oh. I have three, so I got one left. 
Can I use intelligence instead of medical, like first aid? How would you justify that? Because with my intelligence, I'd know where to <coughs> perfectly anatomy. Yeah. You knew, uh, you know, I had to have taken anatomy to get my PhD. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I like the justification. I'll give it to you. 25 out of 85. Okay. So you puncture the lung and you pull the plunger out and he gasps for air. And you see a lot of blood spurt out of the syringe. So, Mr. Thomas, if we don't get you actual medical attention soon, you're probably going to die. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll leave the details of that up to you guys. I, I would like to live. I would like to live. <clears throat> so, when you crashed, you were about... 10 miles away from your final destination. All right. Well, we're just going to have to hoof it. Who's going to carry our uh, wonderful compadre? Um, I kind of would like to have my gun in hand. So if you two could do it, that'd be great. The handcuffs. Laziest safe. fucking marshal ever. <laughs> He just stood in between everybody and Bigfoot for two rounds. That doesn't mean you don't have to be a hero anymore. <laughs> it's time to share the heroism amongst the party. So I tried. I took a bullet for these pricks, okay? <clears throat> Dude, we saved your life. <laughs> After I took a bullet for You're welcome. you. Um, so I tried to lift him up. Mm-hmm. And I slipped in some mud or something because I got you slipped in, in all the blood. In the yeah, I slipped tub. in blood. Cause, all right, uh, eighty-eight over sixty. Yep. Remember, I was busy looking at Bigfoot, <laughs> making sure he's mm-hmm. all right. So she can't lift him. Bill, come help her with him. But yeah it's Bigfoot it's cool he about killed two of us let's get out of here before he wakes up maybe he can help no can I attempt again as cool as it is and as awesome as this situation is is. how much you say disadvantage minus 20 okay because your hands are all bloody and everything's just slick (laughs) slipped in blood again mm-hmm. but white just, lab coat is quickly turning red <laughs> just come help her lift this guy up so we can get moving i would do it but i'd kind of like to have my firearm free so i can shoot anything that might be trying to stop us in case you guys haven't forgot we have sicko hillbillies after us and the psycho billy freak out on coming down on top of us yeah, we could have bigfoot's help no, <laughs> fuck Bigfoot at this point. I want to get the hell out of here. I'm trying. I know. Calm I'm down. Covered in blood. <laughs> this isn't mine. So, so I'll go over there and try. What do you know? Seventy out of fifty-five. You guys work as a team. You work as a team. Come on, Bill. Both Grab of his you. Feet. Same time. 
Three, two, one. Lift with your legs, not your back. Too late. I lifted with, wow. my, I lifted with my back. I lifted all of that. That was 26 under 60. <clears throat> Even with a disadvantage, it'd still be 40. So he's like, eh, and she goes, <laughs> so you've got him lifted. You have to carry him 10 miles. Come on, Bill. Let's get this going. I'm just, I'm okay. So uh, I'm not going to make you roll an extremely s- extreme series of power rolls. I am going to, or sorry, strength rolls. I'm just going to have you give me three strength rolls and uh, we'll see if you pass. The last one is going to be at a minus 40 penalty. Is this for both of us or just her? Um, if you're both going to continue to lift, then yeah, both of you. Because it's 10 miles. No. Okay, so that's it. You're exhausted. You carry him the first... (sighs) two miles and you cannot carry anymore. However, as the sun peeks over the horizon and you look down at Mr. Thomas, he sheds a tear and breathes his last breath. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Well, he's dead. Cool. Thank you all for listening. And before we call it cuts, Wolf, is there anything you'd like to share with our fans at home? Um, hello, I'm Wolf Slur. You can find me in the Discord. I have some exciting stuff coming through. Uh, Daniel, uh, Dirty Saint, who's also part of the Discord, and I have something uh, coming up. Uh, you can pre-follow us on Twitter, Final uh, Lorecast, uh, which is going to be a Final Fantasy Lorecast. Super exciting. Um, other than that, um, you can also find me on Twitch. I stream almost daily, uh, twitch.tv slash wolfslore. Right now we're uh, doing Scarlet Nexus, which has been a wild ride. Um, other than that, thank you. I'm sad I died, but <laughs> the story. Yeah. Tis the fate of the D-class. <laughs> Your D-class. It was inevitable. Had, it, had he not kept to the hand, I, I would have. he would have killed himself his own way. He would have retrieved the glass and slit his own throat. Oh, damn! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Here, I thought he was going to try to kill one of us. <laughs> no, no, he wanted to go out his own way. He wasn't going to die suffering like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all that being said, thank you, Wolf, for joining us. You wonderful, wonderful human being, you. And thank you all for listening at home. Tune in in two weeks. This is the O5 Council. We'd like to thank you for taking the time to attend this briefing. If you have any further questions, you can contact us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links are in the show notes below. Until next time, keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, and await further instructions. O5 Council out. Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune in. What the hell are you doing, Ampersand? (laughs) Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry I broke in. I thought I was the only one that talked to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, you old crusty coot? Uh, Anywhere you can get all your podcasts. Friday, you stupid cat!
What up to Night City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos. Survive the streets and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! Oh,